Hello and welcome back to the PAL with Reb T, the Pirkei Avos learning this year, where we talk a mission of Pirkei Avos per day with sagely commentary and practical advice to say. We're in season four with the help of the wonderful commentary of Rabbeinu Yonam. We're looking at chapter four, Mishnah 10, Dalid Yud. Rabbi Meir Omer, Rabbi Meir says, have a matma'it be'esik. You should limit your occupation with business, the asuk Torah, and engage in Torah study. Note, it doesn't say don't do business at all. It doesn't say don't have a job. It doesn't say don't go get a job. It says limit your business. Limit your job. Make sure to do a job. You don't have to take 75 jobs. If Hashem has a certain amount of money, you have to do this shtalas. Of course, you have to put in the effort, but you don't have to go above and beyond. If Hashem is going to give you 70 grand and you have a job, it doesn't matter if you take on 100 hours a day or you take on the regular 9 to 5, 8 hours a day. Limit your ability. Limit your dealings. Limit your business. Be involved in helping others and doing business, but make sure it doesn't take up your whole day. Limit how much you can, because of course Hashem is going to get it to you. If Hashem decrees you're going to make 70, 80, 90, 100 grand, or 30, 40, 50, 60, whatever you need for you and your family, Hashem will get it to you. You don't have to exert yourself, go above and beyond, taking on 17 jobs. If you're going to end up getting that 70 anyway, take the job, do the job right. Make sure to take care of your spouse and your kids, and make sure of the important things in your life, and Hashem will get it to you. Limit your business, but make sure to be involved in Torah. So you limit your business, but involved in a Torah lifestyle, a Torah attitude, being involved in learning Torah, reading Torah, or Jewish books, or Jewish shows, whatever, being involved in a Jewish lifestyle. The heavy shafal ruach b'fnei kol ha'adam, b'fnei kol adam. Be humble before every person. Again, the two major traits the Rambam teaches us to avoid to the excess opposite degree, anger and arrogance. You have to nullify them from yourself. You have to get rid of them. You have to banish them from yourself, from your person. You have to only be involved in good things and be humble and make sure to take care of how you interact with people, to be humble before every person. If you neglect the Torah, God forbid you do too much business to the detriment of Torah, you do too much other things to the detriment of yourself, or you do chesed and tzedakah, which is amazing, but you do it so much so that's the detriment of your own family, that's the detriment to your own life. Tzedakah begins at home. Chesed begins at home. Family comes first. You could be the nicest person trying to save the entire world, trying to help the entire world, but it must start with your wife and kids. It must start with your husband and kids, whether you're the wife or you're the husband. You have to make sure to prioritize properly. Make sure to know what comes first. Otherwise, if you neglect the Torah and neglect what you're supposed to do, many distractions will come up against you. If you have toiled in Torah, he has much reward to give you. Torah is the best thing to be involved in. Torah is the only real thing we're supposed to be involved in. Yes, Yofa Torah and Derech Eretz, Perkevus teaches us, but they come together. You work a little bit, but you learn a lot. The Torah is supposed to be your main occupation. The Torah is supposed to be your main focus in life. It's not supposed to be relegated and neglected and made secondary. Torah is supposed to be first. The work is supposed to be second. You should live a prior towards lifestyle where you think about Torah, where you live Torah, where you breathe Torah, realize what should really be first and what should come second. Let's see what Rabbi Yonah says. Limit your occupation with business, engage in Torah, make your Torah study primary and your work secondary, just like we said. Be humble before every person. This is also related to Torah, and therefore it is mentioned between two teachings that refer to Torah.
rather than before or after them. It means that even if you are successful in your learning, which is the one genuine achievement, the main achievement, after 120 years, nobody cares how many deals you made in business. Nobody cares how many people you, you, you know, you're able to read briefs for as a lawyer. And nobody cares how many medical journalists you're able to write about. It cares about the name for you made for yourself through doing Torah, mitzvahs, and chesed, the amount of Torah you spread, the amount of good deeds you did. That's what really comes with you after 120 years. The real genuine achievement is Torah learning. You should not become proud even if you do have Torah achievements. It goes without saying that it is inappropriate to take pride in other foreign material accomplishments. You're so proud of yourself because you do X, Y, or Z, because you, you were able to... Um, Put a blob in a magazine. Is it related to Torah, Mitzvah, and Chesed? And of course, it's mostly for myself. But in general, Rabbi teaches us it's inappropriate to take pride in other foreign material accomplishments. You should be humble even before those who are lowly, degraded, and inferior in order to distance yourself from pride. It goes without saying you should be humble before those of equal standing or, of course, those of much greater standing than yourself. If you neglect the Torah, many distractions will come. These distractions will be wicked people as well as bears and lions. All these are the whip used by God to punish those who neglect Torah study. He does not wish to mete out the punishment directly through his own hand, but instead exacts his punishments through intermediaries. If you have toiled in Torah, he has much reward to give you. The Holy One, blessed is he, will bestow reward on those who engage in Torah study. This reward will not be given through an angel or a messenger, but by God himself in his glory. This is his assurance to mankind that he punishes through messengers as a means of mitigating the punishment's severity. The messenger's strength is not like his, and what he does will be less than what the Almighty would do. The opposite is true of divine reward. There will be abundant peace to those who love his Torah, and great reward for those who fear him. God rewards the righteous himself rather than through any emissary in order to give them greater reward. We may compare this to a king who had a beautiful vessel fashioned by craftsmen. The king commanded his servants to take money from his treasury, pay the craftsmen generously. Despite this, the servants are certain to give less than the king would have given himself. Lacking his great wealth and nobility, their hearts are less expansive. Their nature is not as generous. Even if they are paying with the king's money and not their own, they will still give less than he would. The same is true of the Holy One, blessed is being he, when he bestows bounty. He chooses to do it himself in order to increase and expound upon it. So, of course, think about how to structure your day, to be involved in your day. Think about who you're prioritized, who you're truly committed to, and what you're truly committed to. Of course, it should be the Torah as the primary, and everything else should be secondary. But, of course, really the people in your life that are primary should be the spouse and the kids. Everyone else comes next. Make sure to limit how much you're involved in business. Hashem will get it to you. You do your part. You work. You put in your shtadlis. You do your tzedakah. You do your chesed mitzvahs, Hashem will get it back to you. Hashem will get it back to you. Make sure to be involved in Torah and to limit yourself and to minimize yourself opposite other people. Don't be distracted too much from Torah because there are many, many distractions that could always come. Something else could be done, something else could be done. But if you sit down and you focus, you learn and you're involved in Torah. That's what the real reward is. That is what we really want to come with us into the next world. Join us next time as we talk about doing one deed, how it gets for us a defending angel, someone who pleads on our behalf after 120. But what happens when a person, God forbid, does an Avera? What happens to him? Let's tune in next time, God willing, together here on the PAL with Reb T. And I'm your host, Reb T.